Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. You know, guys, I always bring it to you, right? I've always got some really incredible guests. Well, I've got such a cool young man as my guest today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him after I introduce him. The incredible up-and-coming superstar, Hunter Lott. Say hello to everyone. So, Hunter, you know, I usually don't, um, I've made exceptions before, but I usually don't go out there and ask people, you know, do you want to spot, can I interview you as far as musicians go? Um, I'm on different networks and I, and I get a lot of, I work with some PR people and all that. So I get a lot of interest in, uh, remember then radio for musicians, but I actually pursued you. I mean, I heard a little bit of you of you singing and then I saw some of your incredibly beautiful posts and I knew I had to know you. So I want everyone out there to know a little bit about you before we start this. Tell everyone whatever it is you want them to know. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for letting me come on the show. Um, This is an amazing interview for me and you have been super nice to me since we've known each other, and you've had some great artists on your show, and I'm very, very honored to be here. Thank but, you. Um, if I if I was to say, you know, what people want to know about me, I'm just I'm just a home hometown country boy who's a singer songwriter, and I'm just I'm very simple, very simple. I just I write what my heart feels, and I produce songs of how my heart feels, and that's that's about all there is to it. I try to stay as humble as I can be throughout everything. And I always put God first. Well, okay. I'm glad you said that because I'm a Christian and, you know, I do my best as well to put God first. And when I saw all your posts praising God, I thought I have to know him. I just have to know him because a lot of young artists shy away from that. Even if they do believe in God, they're worried about what others may think of that. And you are just the opposite. So, you know, I just want to thank your parents for the job they did with you, first and foremost. Because, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a grandmother, and I see something incredibly special in you. So I want to say hello to your parents and give them a shout out for the way they raised you. So That's super that's super nice. They're, they're listening to the show, so they'll get to hear that, and that's going to make their day. They're uh, going to love hearing that. Well, I'm going to tell you something about you that made my day. You did a video. Um, I'm not sure who drove you. I'm assuming it was your dad. Um, but you went to surprise one of your biggest fans. Yes? Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. Who drove you? Who drove you? My dad drove me. Okay. Well, my whole family was with me, so it was, okay. it was me and my mom and my dad. Well, I'm going to tell everyone what I saw, and then I want you to talk about that a few minutes, okay? Okay. Yeah. So what I saw was you driving to someone's home, apparently one of your biggest fans, and you worked it out with her family, and it was a young girl who loves you, and you showed up at her doorstep. And... I'm going to tell you why that brought tears to my eyes because I'm a huge, huge Elvis fan and I still have the ticket to his concert that I never made it to. I was 16 when he passed away. So that's framed in my Elvis room. And all I kept thinking was what would I have done or how that would have changed my life if Elvis Presley showed up at my door when I was 10 years old, (laughs) you know, or five or six or seven, you know, I've been a fan my whole life. So tell me what prompted that. It's it's along the same lines as, is what you think. I've I've never, I've, I've had big inspirations in my life and I've got some mentors and some people that I look up to and it would be an insane thing for me to get to meet those uh, those people, but I just, they, they've always been huge fans of me and I knew about them for a long time. And Hallie Grace, um, 
sent me a bracelet one day in the mail that she made for me, and I haven't taken it off since. That was, that was so long ago, and I wear it everywhere. And um, her grandmother has been the biggest supporter of me, and they've been such nice people. And on Holly's Christmas list to Santa Claus was that if she could meet Hunter Lot for Christmas, and that got leaked to me. So whenever I yeah, whenever I heard that, I, I had to make it happen. I had to I had to go meet her. So I got her some gifts, and we all drove up to our house and we surprised her and we spent a day with the family. I was, and it was an amazing experience. <laughs> Listen, imagine the experience for her, right? <laughs> I, I, she was totally speechless when I opened the door. She just <laughs> she didn't know what to do. <laughs> So, uh, you know, that made me love you more, kiddo. That made me love you more. So I just had to talk about that a little bit because not many people do that. And that was absolutely incredible. So. It was so much fun. Uh, so, um, okay. So I read a little bit of the bio you sent me. So this really, like, shocked me. So when you were eight years old, you received a guitar for Christmas, right? Yes, ma'am. And you tucked it away? Yeah, I was eight. So I, I had, like, toys and stuff on my mind and stuff like that, too. And I didn't really – I tried to play it, but then I realized at eight years old that it had to be learned to play properly in a certain way. And I, I just – I don't know. I, I don't know what happened to it, but I just lost it. I don't know where it went. And okay. I found it in the attic again when I was, like, 15. And tell everyone about that, because I thought that was really beautiful, too, what you said about playing it again in 2016, correct? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what happened, but I, I found it again, and I just started messing around with it, and I decided that I would tune it and make sure it sounded good, and because I, I started doing research on it, and I just started playing it, and I just started kind of playing my ear, and I was... Um, I was learning songs like crazy. I was learning how to play, but I, I didn't learn. I didn't take any guitar lessons. I just learned some chords, and I started playing by my ear, and it just came pretty natural to me. And it was a lot of fun and relaxing. So it did something for your family as well. You lost your grandfather that year, correct? Yes, I did. And your music kind of helped your family get through it all. It It did. When, when I lost my grandfather, he was one of my biggest mentors in my life, and he, he had such a close connection to us. It was really devastating for the entire family, and we were all in a pretty de devastated state, and I, I guess the, the guitar and singing saved me as well as my mom. My mom was really distraught from losing her dad, and I was singing for her and started making music, and I found my calling, and... She always, she'll always tell you that my music saved her. Yes. That's and so beautiful. It's a blessing. That's so beautiful. So you went to, they took you to some musical professionals to kind of at, at first, you. Yeah, at first, well, we just, we really just wanted opinions. So I was singing and so we went to my church minister at one point and he, you know, they, they basically just told us that it, it's something that he could do, he could pursue it and then. We went to a vocal coach, like, one time just to see what they said, you know, and just to, uh, they just told me I, I could pursue it if I wanted to, but I didn't really get any training or get any much lessons. I might have learned some breathing exercises, but that was about it. Okay. They just, that was, that was mainly it. I just, I did everything kind of naturally. I've learned most of my stuff by myself or looking up stuff online. So you also sang for a national anthem for a basketball game? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. So where was that? That was at Mississippi State University. And I sang the national anthem for the opening SEC basketball game against Arkansas. <laughs> and <laughs> that, was, that was actually pretty crazy because it was the first performance that I had done, that, not my first performance, but my first big performance. All of my performances before then were not even 100 people, maybe maybe 100 people or more. And then they throw me at center court 
with a camera in my face with my face on the jumbotron in front of 6,000 people and even more watching on TV. And it was, it was crazy, but it was a lot of fun. That was when I knew right then and there that I, I was doing what I wanted. It was the, the feeling I got from the applause and from walking off was just super humbling and it felt really good. It felt crazy. It was not, not like a feeling I've ever had before. And it was amazing. It was, it was just it was a total blessing. I loved it. And I knew that I was doing the right thing whenever I was standing out there on that court. That's so cool for a young person. Um, I, I mean, I can imagine what went through your entire being, your soul. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> um, so you've done YouTube vids, radio appearances. Tell us about those. My first radio appearance was what got me that uh, national anthem performance. Um, I just I got on the news one day and I was doing some covers on YouTube and they weren't really doing a whole lot, but the news and my covers helped spread word a little bit and I might have gotten 200 views on some of those covers back then. And then I got a radio interview with Joey T at 97 OKK for Country Radio on the Budweiser, on the Budweiser Spotlight event. And it's just a little event of art, upcoming artists and stuff. And that night, on one of my YouTube covers that I posted like two days before, jumped up to like 11,000 views. Wow. And all the other ones jumped up. And all kind of crazy stuff. And then the local university, which was Mississippi State, saw it. And um, they invited me to come sing the national anthem. So I had been doing those covers, and that radio appearance helped me a whole lot. And that, that boosted me really well. And all my covers after that did, did very well, and I got a lot of views after that. And that's kind of that's what started everything, was that first radio appearance. Now, TV. You've been on some TV appearances, right? Well, I've been on, I've, I was on a news channel one time. That was I was standing in line and people were people were singing and I was singing and that's 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 what I did for TV. Okay, so but that's <laughs> that cool. No, but that's cool. You know what I mean? That's very very yeah. cool. I love it. So okay, so now let me ask you this. So country free, tell us about that. Tell you about country free. Yes. Okay. So country free is the name of my EP. But I'm assuming that you want to learn about the song. Yes. Country Free. Yes. So, Country Free was written about, um, you know, I was basically, I was actually a little bit struggling with the song and I was disappointed on how it was turning out to be. And then Country Free, I was on my way home from the studio and it um, just popped into my head, this melody. And I wrote a song about home. I wrote a song about, you know, being at home and not being in the city and just being out in the country and just being free to do whatever I wanted and just living simple. That was basically what the song is about. It's, and uh, that's probably one of my better, one of my more favorite songs from my, from my EP. I love that song a lot. That song jams. So I think it's time now we play it for everyone to hear. Here we go, guys. Yeah. Country free. Yes. Turned 18, took a job out west, working nine to five. Wearing a suit and tie, man, that just didn't feel right Thought to myself, how long can this go on? Gave my two-week notice, got my check and headed home Cause California skies ain't for me That's where I want to be 
taking the boat out to the lake And I can hear that white tail buck out there calling my name And at the end of the day roll down them windows and crank some hank Looking back now I'm sure real glad I left that place Yeah Shady Creek Bank is where I wanna be. Tailgates down, coolers full, sipping cold drinks is where I wanna be. song it's absolutely awesome and it has so much meaning you're right hunter i just you know yep. yeah i just i just wrote that song because i just i've talked about myself in that song basically and where i wanted to be kind of talked about home in a way you know um dennis scott is in the chat room and he's saying all of hunter's songs are so amazing to write at this level at his age is absolutely unheard of the reason I'm reading that is because, well, hello, Dennis. You know, I love you, man. The reason I'm reading that is because my next question to you was going to be, tell everyone how old you are. And I read that and I smiled. So tell everyone how old you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm 21 years old. So Dennis is right. You know, at 21 years old, you could have an incredible voice. Yes, absolutely. But to put words to a song with such deep meaning at 21 you know, it's not unheard of. There are some, some incredible young, you know, um, musicians out there and artists, but you are beyond your years. You know that, right? Well, I mean, thanks, I but guess. <laughs> it's true. No, no, Hunter, it's true. Um, I want to ask you a couple questions. Um, oh, well, you know what? All right. These are, these are two questions I ask all my in my mus musical interviews, okay, musicians. Mm -hmm. When you were growing up, you're not old. Again, you're only 21 years old. But when you were growing up, you know, even as, <laughs> as kids, we all had those musicians we looked up to. So mm -hmm. who did who could you say you had? Well, I started uh, playing guitar because of Metallica. My dad was a big Metallica fan. Oh, my gosh. Um, that... <laughs> That's why I started playing guitar, because I thought all the guitar guitar stuff was cool sounding. But um, as far as country singers, I, I loved Brad Paisley when I was little. My parents loved him too, but I used to jam out to some Brad Paisley. And then as I got older, a little bit older, uh, I started listening to a lot of Brantley Gilbert. I Brantley see. Gilbert, yeah, Brantley Gilbert has has been a big inspiration in my life mainly because Brantley has been through some tough times and Brantley became a better, bigger, better person because of those tough times. And he, he's not afraid to talk about it. He's not ashamed of it. 
Um, he tells people how to avoid going down those paths and things like that. And it's just very inspirational to listen to and to hear. It's almost like a, it's almost like being taught a lesson in a way, like life lessons. And he's always been my inspiration. And he makes fantastic music and writes well. So he's he was my biggest inspiration throughout my young years and throughout my teenage years. And I still listen to him today on a daily basis. So, okay. So let me ask you this. Who have you met that you've always wanted to? And who haven't you met yet that you really want to? Well, I'm, I'm glad I met Hallie Grace. I wanted to meet her ever since she sent me that bracelet. I, got, I made that happen. That was fun. Um, but as far as all of the big artists and stuff that, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't met too many big artists that I that I really 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 want to meet. Uh, I would love to meet Brad Paisley. I went to his concert one time. There's, I would love to meet all the artists. Of course, I would. I would. Uh, I'd probably die if I met Brantley Gilbert. That would not be. That'd be wild. I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> but I'd probably just sit down and have conversations with him. To be honest, and play guitar with him. That would be a total dream come true. Um. I would love to meet Blake Shelton as well. Yeah. I liked Billy Currington a lot when I was younger too. There was, there's so many artists I can't even I can't even name them all, so I can't give proper credit to everybody. <laughs> okay, so um, Dennis is saying he loves it and he loves you better now. Dennis, you missed the very beginning where I said those same words to this young man. I said I love you more, um, and I'm going to say something to you, Hunter. When I said to you, you know, who are you glad you've met? You mentioned that little girl first and foremost, your fan. Now, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Dennis, if you don't know that story, you got to check it out, okay? He surprised his biggest fan, this young girl. Him and his family drove there and spent the day with her. Imagine that. So, um, I can't believe you mentioned her first. That that was beautiful. So, now, you write your own original music, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll co I co-write with some people. Okay. Um, but most of the most of the songs you hear, the country free was all me. A lot of the new songs, don't say nothing at all, and that guy, those are those were all me. Okay. And, uh, um, so you also have a a really cool song coming out, um, but we can't really play it today. It's not ready. But tell us what the name is. It's called uh, "Can't Wait for That Day." Tell us about that you song. To, you want me to talk about it? Yeah. So, um, at the time of writing the song, which it's been it's been a couple years now, in 2016, I lost my grandfather, and it was tragic. It was really tragic to the whole family because it was so unexpected, and no, we didn't see it coming. And um, he was just the light of our life. You know, every time there was nothing, you, he, he's, the, he's the man that people should inspire to be. And um, when he when he passed away, it was awful. And um, I started writing the song soon after he passed away, but it was too hard for me to write the song. And I couldn't even, I had a first verse done within a couple of months because it was so hard. It doesn't take me that long to write a song. But it was so hard for me to write emotionally that three years went by until I finished it. Wow. And until I could fully sing it through. And um, it's just, it, it it means a lot to me. Some of the lyrics in the song, you'll you'll hear me say that, you know, see the writing of your name. I say that in the song because I've got his name, his signatures on my wrist and things like that. It's It's got a lot of deep meaning. And it's I love the song. It's a really good song. Um, it's still one of those songs where depending on where I am and how heavy the lighting is in the stage, I might have to fight back some emotion seeing it. But um, but I know he's in a better place. And one day I'll see him again, and I cannot wait for that day. And that's what the song is based on. How old was he when he passed away? Um, oh, I don't know off the top of my head, to be quite honest with you. Okay. I think he was 64. Oh, in his 60s. Wow, I that's think. way too young. Okay. Okay. So, that sounds... Um, that's, that's embarrassing. Why don't ask me that? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't but listen. I, don't, don't even... I my... just know that it was, it was too soon. It yeah, was, it was my, too my... I saw him 
like the day or two before at a birthday party, and he was so beyond healthy. We never had any health problems with him, nothing like that. And he was so, we used to go cruising on the coast. He had this beautiful, beautiful Corvette, and it was just, he was all into those old school Hmm. Whenever, you know, whenever he he passed away, it was so unexpected and it hurt. Um, it hurt everybody. It was just it was awful. It was awful, and it was the darkest time of my life. But it, we're better now, and the reason that we're better is because I know he walks with me, and I know he's in a better place, and I know he's happy, and I know he wouldn't want us to be, you know, to feel sorry for him. Right. Well, that's beautiful. And you don't have to be embarrassed. My grandson is uh, going to be 20 years old in February. And if you asked him how old I was, he would smile and say, oh, in her 50s, I think. <laughs> you know, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so, OK, so now your grandfather is absolutely smiling down at you, sweetheart, with what you've done and especially for your family. So always know that. So I want to play another one of your songs. Um, Let's play One of a Kind. Here we go, guys. Sweet. Yeah, and then you'll talk about it. I've never seen a Never a time you're not on my mind in some kind of way. You send the little things like someone saying your name. It brings me back to a different time and a brighter place. So help me understand why I can't break away. There's always a girl, but they don't make me feel the same And tell me how I could go back in time When you were my one of a kind
Hunter, that song is beautiful. Before you tell us about it, I want to say hello to your mom who is in the chat room. Um, you know, she's thanking us for supporting her son. And I want to thank her for bringing you to us. You know, um, again, to, to, to you, mom, to you, dad, you know, you raise an incredible young man here. So your dad is smiling down on you for the good job that you've done with his grandson. And I just had to say that cause I too have lost my dad and I know the feeling. Um, so, you know, I just want you to know that. So we thank you guys, Hunter lot. You are going to go far young man. You are absolutely incredible. Um, now tell, oh, you. you're welcome. Now tell everyone about the song we just heard. Well, one of a kind was just a song that, uh, I, I was just, I needed to write a song. I wanted to write a song about, you know, a like little love song. And, uh, I started writing it and, um, one of a kind was in my head, you know, having a girl be one of a kind type thing. And, um, I don't, I don't know what all to say about it, but I, I did perform that song live on a TV show uh, on a news channel, WLOX in Biloxi. That was, that was my first live performance for that song. Um, and, um, go ahead. That's, that's, that's all there is to it. I just, I wrote it. I, I put some lyrics down. I put some chords down first, got a melody, put some lyrics down, got the idea of the song and I put it together. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Antoinette and DJ Ant, they're saying that that's their favorite Hunter Lot song. I love DJ Ant. <laughs> So give him a shout out. Tell us about DJ Ant. Hey DJ Ant. DJ Ant is, is, is awesome. She really is. She's a great friend of mine. And she's been a supporter of mine for a while now. We've always we've been friends ever since we we've met and she's great. She's great. I'm glad I know her. I'm That's glad she's cool. my friend. That's cool. Um so I wanna give a shout out to uh, everyone in the chat room today. I want to thank you all for hanging out with us. And I want to give a shout out to Baba Lou. And this is why, because he always has front and center seats at my shows. He's always the first one in chat. And he was the first one in chat even before the show started. And then he got kicked off and he's back. So of course I have to say hello to Baba Lou. (laughs) Um, Yes. And we have the Philippines listening. We have Hong Kong listening. We have Australia listening. We have Ireland listening. Okay. Australia, all my buddies, they were messaging me because I shared your music with them. And they said to tell you that you have an incredible voice. So they're all rooting for you all over the world, young man. Well, that, that makes me blush. Don't make me blush. Okay. But you, (laughs) you should blush. You should blush. Um, it makes yeah. me happy. I'm just, I'm just glad that people can enjoy the con- the art that I create. It's, 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 it's really cool. It's really fun. I'm glad people enjoy it. That's why I do it. I do it to make people happy, and it makes me happy whenever I make other people smile. So I've, I've stalked your Facebook, you know, and and grabbed all this stuff, <laughs> and you know, you've made the top forty. Yeah. Right. So. Um, yeah. how did that feel? That feels good. <laughs> it feels really good. <laughs> um, and a lot, a lot of hard work has went into it. Um, so it's good to see that it's slowly but surely paying off, you know? What's the process for that? Like, how did you, ha- what did you have to do to even be part of that process? Just grind. Um, First, I had to start by getting some, by getting some fans and some supporters and making friends with everybody. You know, I was doing YouTube covers is where it started, and I started making the videos, and each video would be a little more popular, and um, it was just, you know, and eventually when I signed with the label, I started getting on some of the indie charts, and I started getting a little bit more renown everywhere. And I just, one day I made it in there in the top 40 and, um, it was, it's always, it's always a great feeling. I, I have these number ones here recently and every number one doesn't feel any less than the last number one. It's always an amazing feeling. 
And I'm always grateful for it. Tell us, um, give it, tell us a few of your number ones. Um, I've had, um, Ain't Going Back was one of my first number ones. Um, One of a Kind was a number one. Um, My songs Don't Say Nothing At All has been number one. That Guy has been number one. I've had a couple, I've had a couple songs go number one and um, Let's Call It A Day went number one, I think, I believe, one time. Okay. those are all super pumped about that, and um, it's just it's just I can't. It's not me doing it though. It's not because of me. It's because of my fans. It's not, it, I wouldn't be able to do it without my supporters. Well, so I'll give all the credit to them. Well, okay. I want to say something to you about that, and that's beautifully said, and I appreciate that. But I want to say this to you as well. You know, um, yes. Even me, okay? I'll give you an example. Even me. So in 2019, I was enshrined into the 2019 Internet International Hall of Fame for radio show hosts, okay? And that was huge. That was huge. I've only been doing this for five years. But, and I say the same thing as you, because if I didn't have all these people all over the world listening to me, how could I have possibly have made that? Right? Right. Okay. But I want to say something to you. We, we put in a lot of hard work to get them to want to listen to us. Mm-hmm. And I had to be told that by one of my producers. And I want to tell you the same thing. So you're right. You know, your fans helped you get there. But they wouldn't have been listening to you and supporting to you if you didn't bring it. Okay, and uh, yes, go ahead. I just I love what I do, um, so it makes hard work a little less hard, but nonetheless, nonetheless, it's still hard work and lots of grinding. Um, but I do it because I enjoy my fans being happy, and I enjoy my fans wanting to listen to my music, and I, I like their support a lot. And that's the whole reason I work as hard as I do, and because of them. And one more thing I want to say about that is. What do you think God thinks about what you're doing? I hope he's. I hope it pleases him. So it totally I, I pleases think, him. I, 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 I'm genuine about making people happy and wanting to make people smile, and I always hope that people like the content that I put out. And if they don't, that's okay. I'll just. I'm going to keep putting out content anyways, and hopefully they'll like the next content. If they didn't like the song, <laughs> the song hopefully they'll like the next song and. Um, I just try to stay humble about it all. Um, so I, I hope God enjoys it because, uh, you know, I always, I always mention that, you know, without him, I wouldn't be able to do any of it either. And I, I give all the credit to him as well because he is what allows me to be here to do this. That's right. And he inspired you and he gave you that gift. And you're, all you're doing is, you, you know, we all have gifts from God, right? And mm-hmm. it's our job to find them and utilize them. And you've done that well. So he's very happy. He's mm-hmm. smiling down. So I just I wanted so. to say that to you. Um, so, okay. So Antoinette, DJ Ann is saying that they have a date with Hunter to see him at the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a thing that me and DJ Ann have going. DJ Ann always said that I'm going to go to the Opry one day. <laughs> and um, if I ever make it there, I have to take her with me. One hundred percent, it's true. If I ever get to go to the Opry, if I'm ever invited, I'm taking the aunt with me. That's so cool. What does the What does the Grand Ole Opry mean to you? Oh, that that would be like playing at the Grand Ole Opry would be. That's where. That's. I mean, that would be something else. I don't know. That would be crazy. That's where everybody, every big, I would have to be, first, I would have to be a big country artist to be there anyways, um, which would be, which would be wild. And all of my idols and every major country musician has played there. And to be sitting in the same spot that they played would be an out of world experience. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. And I think you're going to get there. So that's that's going to be uh, something so. that I'm going to be praying for you for, because that has to happen. 
<laughs> that would be amazing. It would be good for DJ. It'd be fun for DJX. He's always said a long time ago, and when we first became friends, that I was going to go to the Opry. She said that a long time ago. So I told her if 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 I ever get to go, I'll take her with me. Um, D- Dennis Scott is saying that you will be a household name. Yes. And I agree with him. Yes, Dennis, he will be. <laughs> and I think it's starting already. I think it's starting already. Okay. So very cool. So, okay. So let me ask you a couple questions. So, um, Elvis Presley, what'd you think of him? Be careful how you answer that. I'm a huge Elvis fan. <laughs> I don't. I, I would be lying to you if I told you that I knew a whole lot about him. Okay. And one thing I don't do is lie. Okay. Um, so I don't know fully too much about Elvis, but I know he was this inspiration for for everyone. And I've listened to a bunch of Elvis Presley songs. There's there's some songs that I really love. I play Blue Christmas every single year at Christmas events and things like that. And uh, Falling in Love with You is a beautiful song. I just love that stuff. And Elvis. To me, what I would say Elvis is, is Elvis is there's always the guy who, who's the star, who's the face of the beginning of something. And Elvis, in my opinion, was was in that same was in that same uh, area where you could say who was the king of rock who started. You can think of Elvis Presley. You could even say he's got some bluesy stuff to him as well. Right. Um. But I don't. But that, that's that's how I take it as a inexperienced, not knowing a whole lot about him. You. Well, uh, I'm sure you know a lot more than me. Well, music is a must for you to keep your joy, especially if it's Elvis, because mm. Elvis is my boy. <laughs> um, so a, a little little something about Elvis, only because yesterday would have been Elvis's 86th birthday, guys. Yes, so 86 years old. Um, so, you know, the most amazing thing is, like I said, I never got to meet him, but I do have that ticket framed. Um, but I did get to interview Elvis Presley's nurse, Marion. And she's like going to be 94 now. And she's become a very close friend. I actually spoke to her yesterday and she's just a beautiful, beautiful woman. And, um, I tell everyone this, uh, to make you giggle a little bit. Here's this 90 year old woman at the time, uh, saying to me now, Jerry, you cannot ask me anything personal about Elvis on the air. And I cracked up and I said, Marion, you don't have to worry, sweetheart. I am such a huge fan. I just want to hear how much you loved him. And, you know, so I was super honored, super, super honored um, to interview Marion. I got to meet George Klein at Graceland and he actually interviewed me and I still have that interview. This was about five, or, cool. yeah, five or six years ago. Um, and... I may be meeting Priscilla Presley soon and, uh, yep. Through Marion. And so that's going to be incredible as well, but I want to let everyone out there know what's happening Monday night, Monday night. I am being interviewed on remember then radio, uh, 8 PM by Kojak. And it's going to be all about Elvis. And the cool part about this interview Hunter is it's going to be all about my favorite songs, movies, you know, experiences. Um, so yeah. I get to, I get to highlight the King of rock and roll, which was cool. Right. But I want to share something with you that I, I know will mean something to you about the King. Um, you know, I have an Elvis room and it's actually an Elvis poker room. I even had a poker table made and Oh, wow. I have all this cool stuff from Graceland on the walls, photos. I've been there several times and I wouldn't frame one thing. I wouldn't frame the saying Elvis said, I am not the king. Jesus Christ is the king. I am the Jesus Christ is the king. I am only an entertainer. And the reason I didn't frame that at the time was because I never heard Elvis say that from his mouth. So I wasn't yeah. sure. Well, a few years ago, I'm in my car and I'm listening to Sirius Radio, the Elvis channel. It's the only one I listen to. 
And I heard an interview with Elvis Presley and I heard him say that. And when I heard that, I immediately pulled it up and it's framed now. So I think that's beautiful. So I just had to say that. So now I agree with him a hundred percent too, you know, it's it's beautiful. And and to know he really did say that. So he was a beautiful man. So, okay. And, and I only brought him up because again, yesterday would have been his 86th birthday. Um, so yes, Elvis is cool and he is a legend from your mom. Yes. (laughs) I have, I have this thing that I've posted a thousand times. It says, you may be cool, but you ain't Elvis cool. (laughs) So having said that, okay, so we have another song of yours we're going to play, but before we do that, tell everyone how they can reach out to you and any information you want to give them. You can reach out to me on my Twitter and my Facebook. Uh, I also have a website. You can go to the website and there's a email link on the website that you can click on and send me an email and I'll see that if you need to say anything or you can just click on the little Facebook link that's next to it as well and message me on Facebook. I see most of the stuff. I try to respond to everyone and look at everything. And all of my music is on my Facebook and Twitter, too, and my website. And you can find my music anywhere. Music is streamed. Amazon, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, everywhere. It's everywhere. So beautiful. So I'm going to play Let's Call It A Day. Do you want to tell everyone what this song is about before or after we play it? I'll I'll tell them now. Okay. um, This song is a feel-good beach vibe song. It's uh, just kick your feet back and enjoy a day in the sun. And right now it's cold, so this song will be a good warm-up for the spring to come. It'll get you in the mood, and you'll be ready for the spring coming up. Uh, it's a good, it's a good song, and um, I hope you guys, hope you guys enjoy it for sure. So, you're telling me once I listen to this song, I'm going to be ready for that spring, right? Because mm. yeah. I, ne- I need yeah, it, baby. Sure. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine yourself driving down the beach along the coast, that stuff, you know? All yeah. right. <laughs> Here we go, guys. <laughs> Hunter Lot, let's call it a day. Ride 
chairs We ain't fooling nobody Sitting all alone now here I can see right through Them dark and shades I'll grab the cooler Let's get off this beach And it's the heat of the summer Let's slide out of the water Wash the hot sand off our feet And ride this way Hunter Lot, everybody. What an amazing song. You know, um, I want you to now take a couple minutes and talk to your fans out there. What's coming up for you? What do you hope to have coming up for you? And just tell them w- what you want to say to them right now. Well, uh, I've always said that that I, I wouldn't be able to do what I do without them. Um, they're, they're the reason I've gotten into the top 40. They're the reason that I made some number one spots on my songs. And they are what keeps me making my music. I enjoy making the music, but I do it to make my fans happy. And knowing that I make them happy makes me happy. So they are my whole moving force for all this. And I appreciate them more than so much in the world. And I love them to death. And for them, I've got a bunch of new songs coming out. This year, uh, I'm going to keep putting out music throughout the entire year for them so that they can keep listening and they can keep supporting me and they can keep hopefully enjoying what I put out. And it's going to be a fun, exciting year um, for me and for my fans. And if my fans love my music, they surely will love the stuff that I'm going to be coming out with. I've got some great stuff planned. And I, I honestly can't wait for them to hear it all. Um, can't wait for that day. The full song drops in February. And I'm excited to hear, you know, the reactions and the responses to that. And I'm just I'm just pumped. It's going to be a good year. I'm excited. Well, I want to give a shout out to someone who just joined us. His name is Stevie D. Steve, Stevie Dunham. He is a recording uh, producer. He has his own record company. And he's here listening to you. So, Stevie D, give a shout out to Hunter Lot. Check him out, okay? Friend him on Facebook. This young man is up and coming and incredible. Um, yes, Stevie D is awesome. <laughs> and he also has a show here on uh, RTR. He's a very close friend of mine and he's just, he works magic. So, good. yes. So, guys, now comes the time where I want to say my thank yous to everyone. I want to thank everyone in the chat room. I want to thank everyone listening um, online. And again, I'm going to be downloading this uh, podcast and sharing it on Facebook for all of you. I want to thank your family, Hunter, okay, for being who they are. And Hunter, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for honoring me with this incredible interview, sweetheart. Um, We're going to be doing another interview um, in June, June 1st. So we'll give all that info out, um, at another time. So be prepared for that guys, because we're going to have more songs as well. Um, you are just a beautiful young man inside and out. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Um, you are bringing smiles on everyone's faces. I want to say something that I say out there a lot. Um, I want to thank Angel and Steve who own RTR for this incredible platform because without them, we wouldn't have this here. 2020 has been a really tough year for everyone, guys. A lot of people were homebound, um, some by choice and some not by choice. And the entertainers out there, the DJs, you know, you've all made them feel some worth and, and happiness through this tough time. I want to read a poem that I've written and it's in, in my book, um, to give people out there a little bit of hope. I'm going to actually combine two poems. Once I read this, I'm going to actually close the show with your song country free. I know we played it in the beginning, but I'm going to close it out with it. Okay, Hunter. So I want to thank you and I absolutely love you and I will be a fan forever. Well, thank you. 
thank you. I want to thank you for letting me be on the show. And this interview is amazing, and I've had a lot of fun. I always have a lot of fun when I talk to you, and it's it's just been a blessing. And you said some really amazing things and really nice things, and people love you too. I love you, and my fans are my fans will for sure love you after this interview. So thank you so much All for right. doing what you do. You are so welcome, sweetheart. I feel the same way about you. So I'm going to combine two poems. One of them is called Faith. That's very, very small. And the other one is called Put Down the Gun. And the reason why I want to read this poem is because a lot of people feel hopeless right now. And a lot of people have passed away. And a lot of people have taken their lives through 2020. It's just been very heartbreaking. So I'm going to try and give someone out there who needs to hear it a little bit of hope here today. I had to have this purple gun just in case my life was done. I kept it safe, locked in my room, because I was filled with gloom and doom. Yes, there were times that I just knew if I loaded it up what I could do. But I kept on hearing that gentle voice, put down that gun, you have that choice. Life may seem hard at the end of the day, but that's when you need to really pray. Dear Father, I beg you to show me the truth. How can life be so bad when I'm only a youth? Get rid of that gun and go take a shower. Ask someone for help. You do have that power. Put your faith in something greater. Do it now. Don't wait till later. Lord, my God, please keep me sane. I need a switch to shut off my brain. When I feel shattered, broken, and torn, when I ache and cry, tired and worn, you lift me up and wipe my tears. You whisper gently to have no fears. For my free will has lost control. To get it back will be my goal. I need to just have faith in you. There's nothing more that I can do. So guys, I just want to say to everyone out there, if anyone is struggling with anything, with addiction, with anything, any health issues, I'm a nutritional health coach. My services to you are free. If you get in touch with me, Jerry Petito on Facebook, I will be more than happy to pray with you. If you're struggling with your faith, I'm here to tell you God is real, guys, okay? And he's, listen, he's needed now more than he's ever been. So I'm always here. You can reach out to me anytime if you have any health issues, addiction issues, and if you're struggling with your faith, first and foremost, I'm here and I will absolutely pray with you. So I want to say thank you to everyone again. God bless everyone out there. God bless you, Hunter. And this interview was incredibly beautiful and so needed. So having said that, guys, we are going to close with Country Free. Here we go, guys. Took a job out west Working nine to five Wearing a suit and tie Man, that just didn't feel right Thought to myself How long can this go on? Gave my two-week notice Got my check and headed home Cause California skies Ain't for me
for me That deep south shady creek bank Is where I wanna be Tailgates down, coolers full Sipping cold drinks Is where I wanna be Where I wanna be